Hey everyone. Today's episode is one that I think will be really important to go back to over the next few months and possibly the rest of your life, but hopefully you'll really think about some of the topics today and bring them into your heart and into your life and really get a chance to work with it, especially this fall. So the topic for today um, is about our emotions. And I want to talk about emotional digestion and processing. Um, what does it mean to move emotions through the body? What does it mean to be really skillful at working with emotions as they come up? And then what do we do with them as we, as we, as they do arise? So this um, process is really continuing to evolve for me. And I say that because there are some YouTube videos on our YouTube channel around emotional digestion, really started thinking about this more and studying this more with um, the approach to Ayurveda that I've been studying and learning and thinking about because it really requires that you are able to be skillful with your emotions as they arise as part of your own healing and digestion. Okay, so in Ayurveda, we don't separate digestion, food, um, drinks, from experiences and emotions. So what do we do when an emotion arises and we have it, we can feel it, and then what do we do with it? And so that's really where I started deeply thinking about it, reading books like The Emotion Code, and just kind of like always looking in text and things that I was reading, um, also kind of tapping solution, like all of these modalities that I've been studying and thinking about and integrating, looking at how they approach emotions. And so when I did the um, inner voice training in April with Jess Lively to become an inner voice facilitator, I've been leading these inner voice private sessions, spent that month in a deep dive with her. Um, doing my own practice with it. And this really was what was able, this, this particular training and way of working with the emotions has been so beautiful to kind of tie up these loose ends and bring forward real skills and tools for people to use in everyday life, right? Which is definitely my mission and purpose and anything that I share with you guys. So the inner voice sessions, the private sessions, anyone can sign up for and do um, on a sliding scale. Please do if you haven't done one so you can start to tap into this wisdom. Um, part of what we do is really laying out. So let me back up a little bit. You know, Eckhart in A New Earth and Power of Now talks about pain body. Um, that's one way of talking about these emotions that are stuck in the body or congested, like congested. Um, or foggy or heavy or dense, like they create patterns in the energetic body and the subtle body, especially if we don't learn how to work with them. And then every time you kind of get reactivated or triggered, some people use that word, I like activated, um, it keeps coming back up. And maybe it's like clinging. If you think of the emotions congested together, stuck together, you think of the pain body, it can grow and grow and grow until there's so much um, just blocked energy in the physical body. You can feel it with people who have that really strong armor in the front of their body or a very quick, reactive, angry response to everything. 
Um, it can become very dense. It can become your whole operating system. So if you think about emotions as sticking together in the body and creating blocks or in Ayurveda, we call accumulation, it's accumulating more, um, it's like banding together, right? It's almost like they're contagious and they're holding onto it. They're like magnets, right? And another bad thing or hard thing happens to you. And then that comes in. And then over time, it can create dis-ease of mind or body. So you can have physical symptoms, emotional symptoms. It can become so severe that it leads to chronic pain, and or mental illness and mental health issues over time. That's not the only way, but it is one way. So if we think about the fact that we're having all these dynamic relationships and interactions and that most of us did not grow up in homes where we were allowed to process emotions and talk about them as they were coming up, as the pain was coming up, we then created different ways to regulate. We we created other habits and other patterns. Sometimes it was from a parent. Sometimes it was on our own. Sometimes it was for safety. Sometimes it was what a sibling did. Sometimes we were just responding to what a sibling did. So if a sibling was full of rage or full of emotion, then we would be the one who didn't have that, right? So that we didn't create too much of the same energetics. And you can listen to the family um, systems episodes I did two of them to kind of learn more about that. But sometimes our response, our responses come because of how other people are responding. So let's just name all of that. There's just so many different ways that this can happen and accumulate in the body. But what we are talking about here today are the emotions like the weather system. So if we are mirrors of nature, if the elements of nature are what are inside of us and what we are made of. And we're all just sort of like seeing that play out over and over habits and in our mammal form, in our evolved mammal form, we're evolving, I should say. Um, we can also see that just like with our weather systems, our emotions are rising and falling too. And part of the reason why we don't have access to that wisdom, and it is wisdom, even if they're, even if it is shamed in many families, um, because it's more of the feminine energetic flow, feminine style of operating, not female, but it's part of this balanced um, sort of ebb and flow that we're always talking about here, is there are weather systems, weather patterns, weather storms within each season, within each month. And it's also happening inside of us. So we have times of the year when we feel maybe a little bit more dark or a little bit more sad and times when we feel a little bit more elated, a little bit more energetic. We have times when we feel more sensitive, especially if you're on your cycle, you're tracking the moons, you're noticing differences in food, exercise, mood, everything is ebbing and flowing just like it is in nature. So let's go a little bit deeper with this. If we feel something rise from within. What I want you to start thinking about is where is this happening in the physical body? So I really want you for this nervous system awareness and regulation to start tuning in. And this may mean that you have an interaction with a spouse or a partner or a boss or one of your children, and you have to go in the bathroom and close the door 
and do some deep breathing and identify where is this in the body. And once you can kind of navigate, okay, this is tingling all throughout my legs or my arms, or this is shutting down my heart center. And then you say, wow, this is growing. Now I'm feeling more of this. Now I'm feeling more of this. Wow, this heart center pulsation is huge. This has activated a root a root wound or a root um, a bruise or a pain that is so deep. You could also have something that comes in with a relationship um, or see something and feel right on the surface, the tingle or the pain, and either cry or shake, or there's other tools we can talk about to use. But again, releasing it, discharging it from the body, and then you say, oh, or you notice, wow, I feel so much better. That was really surface. That was not deep-seated. That was not a core wound. That was not part of a bigger system of pain that's holding on. And the thing is that's so beautiful is that so many of you guys have been doing yoga and breathing and meditation and in you know doing a lot of these holistic wellness practices for so long that they have been moving this energy through you. So we've been kind of chipping away at a lot of it, especially if you come on retreat or you do one of our circles and you've been crying, you've you know you've really let that out. That those storms, those tears are like the rain, right? They are the drizzle, they are the rain. We need sometimes those downpours. We have to release in order to water the plants and water the garden of the future. That's happening externally and internally. When we have periods where there's not, not the tears, not the crying, it, the landscape gets so dry, it's not healthy. And that is the same for us. And as we, if we keep drying out from the inside, we can become um, really distant from our actual life. We can become, we can turn off relationship to others. And this sensitivity is a beautiful, beautiful gift in our life. The sensitivity can be the way in which we see what is, it's like, it can also lead to your boundaries. It can lead to how you, what you want to let into your life and what you, what you know is not good for you to let into your life because you keep getting, whether it's these same waves or the same activation, this type of inquiry and curiosity into the inner life and the emotions can definitely lead you to some really profound journaling and making connections for these different systems of your life, making connections through the different stages, through the different relationships, careers, patterns. So if you're having a relationship issue at work and you're frustrated, you know, one of the things you can do start to really practice is to pause Take some deep exhales. And start to locate where in the body, what is happening in the body. Is this a light storm? Is this a gentle storm? Is this just a passing storm? Is there some emotion that needs to be released here? Is there some something stuck accumulated in the body. So we have to be
be mindful. This is where our mindfulness, our awareness practice comes in because as we are paying attention to that, we can become more skillful to say, hold on, I need a minute, do some breathing, identify. And if it is a very big, deep cavern that needs to be explored, you may not be able to do that right now. That is okay. But take a note in your journal or just in your notes in your phone or whatever it is, put a little sticky note, go back to this, right? And most of the time when we're working with the emotions and we're, and the storms and the waves of them, we can watch them like waves coming in and out on the beach. So they're going out and then they're rolling in. And, and a lot of times our emotional responses are like that rolling of the ocean in and out. And we want to learn how to sit with it and be with it. And you can get down on the floor. You can lay down on your belly or your back or just sit and breathe and let it flow through you. Try not to shove it down. Try not to wipe away all the tears. Try not to hide from it. Try to go in, go in and squeeze out the emotion as it arises so that you can really get to that spaciousness and that freedom that's right underneath there. Just like after the storms, you get those gorgeous blue skies. There's so much clarity after a storm system has passed. And sometimes that storm system is there for a while. Sometimes those clouds are there for a while. And then as they pass, notice what you see, you know, that clarity in that beautiful blue sky was always there. It's just what is now presenting. And that is how we are. We are that beautiful, vast, spacious, peaceful, incredible place. But life brings us those clouds and those storms. Our relationships are hard. That's what it means to be human. It's like we have to interact with people and we hurt people and we get hurt and there's things we don't understand. And everybody's operating in a different way, you know? So we have these dark storms that come and I want everyone to have these skills in order to work with it. That's what we do in the inner voice session is really get really curious in the inner body. Where, what's going on in here? Is there anything that needs to be cleared? Is there anything that needs to be released? And it really takes that slowing down, the breath, the noticing, and the exhale so that we can explore um, and become more curious. Now, if it becomes, you know, really overwhelming, open your hands, open your heart, open your chest as you're having that release and just breathe and allow, <sighs> breathe and allow. For myself, I always ask, and also for the people who take the sessions or do our sacred um inner voice cafe circles that we do once a month where we just talk with the inner voice together in a, in a circle is asking and allowing only what's safe to come up and to be released. So I hope that's helpful. The big takeaways that I want you to be thinking about moving into this season ahead is if emotions are like weather, what happens as they arise? And, you know, what are, I guess the other takeaway question I really want you to think about is what is your habit for when an emotion arises? Now, listen, you may have 
joy arise and might be totally comfortable with letting that arise. That's the top of an emotion, joy, happiness, contentment, excitement. And you might be able to feel that fully and pleasure. Like what is your relationship with pleasure? Do you let it pulsate through you? Do you let it expand through you? Do you let yourself just be that light when you are just so joyful? And the other end of the spectrum are those more um, deeper, darker, we tend to call them emotions, the pain, grief, sadness, anger, anything like that, you know, how does that express? And so I want you to think about the ends of the spectrum in your own life. I want you to think about your own relationship to where you put them, where you, where do you put the emotions as they arise? Are you pretty skillful at working with them and digesting them so you can be that vessel of to you and through you, right? Where you're getting wisdom and knowledge and clarity. You're that vast blue sky and you're just totally owning that in your life and in your relationships and in your work in every area, all domains of wellness, all domains of life. Um, or, or sort of, and where are, what are your habits or patterns of when something comes up? Do you hide it? Were you shamed as a child about it? Like I was personally told from some members of my family that I was too emotional, too much, too emotional. Um, my grandfather, who I love, love, loved, um, used to call anyone who had emotion a ninny. Um, there was a lot of derogatory comments about my emotions. And I ingrained a lot of that. And I was very afraid of that. So I started really um, skilling up my cognition and making cognitive and academic um, success uh, a gift that I had because I was afraid of the emotional gift that I had. Um, and so until I really started releasing this and doing some of these deep connections to primary family and my ancestors and sort of how that came through me, um, now I can ha I have just such a better relationship when when things arise. And then I can communicate clearly. That's the point. Then you can communicate your boundaries. Then you can say, here's what I need. Here's my desires. You can ask for what you need in your relationships, which makes them so much stronger. Um, and not, I mean, and sometimes not stronger. Sometimes they dissolve because you ask for what you need and the person's like, yeah, I can't do that. You know, someone, one of my relationships dissolved because I said, this is who I am. And, and the person said, basically, I need you to be someone different. I can't handle all your emotions and telling the truth and, you know, all of that all the time. I really just want something light. Um, I just want, you know, really a light friendship. And I thought, well, that's not me. So I'm just kind of blessing you and loving you from afar because I can't be that person that you want me to be. And that's okay. I get to have that kind of really hones personal energy, personal power and embodiment and empowerment because you're aligning to who you are because you have a sense of what you need and how to work with what's coming at you. So I think that this is an extremely powerful practice. What was your primary family like for emotions? How did they talk about it? Who was allowed to be emotional? Who was not? What was praised in your family? And then what are the emotions that you can name? What are the highs and lows? What are the vast spectrum um, between pleasure and pain? And how do you work with all of that as it comes into your life? And then 
as you're deepening your practice and your studies with them, really looking towards nature, watch the clouds, watch the sky when it rains, go out, let yourself feel it, be rained on, let yourself cry if you need to. Um, let yourself feel the feelings of your life. So I wrote this um, just little uh, closing for us for this particular practice today. I really can't wait to hear how this lands for you and how you can use this analogy of emotions as weather and all these deepening questions as you move into the season ahead. May we feel the feelings that arise and allow them to move through our bodies and our lives. May our lifestyle choices fuel and strengthen our relationships and connections. May our stories and experiences enrich our days and deepen our presence. And may we bring our whole heart to our whole life.